Welcome back to Tornflats Fandango. I'm John. I'll be the GM. And our players are... Wait a minute. Matt as Calamity and Carl as Alpha? Okay, then. If you would like to support what we do here, you can subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash crimsbacon. And now, on to the show. So, while Jack, Luis, and Rice are out in Copperville, there's a couple more characters entering our story, traveling through the Badlands. Upon the house-like merchant's wagon of one Dr. Cornelius Crum are a pair of gunslingers. So, go ahead and uh, uh, describe what we would see looking at uh, these characters. We will go with uh, Alpha first, since... You're first on the little list. Alrighty. Walking through... uh, Actually, what terrain are we in? Um, kind of a grasslandy plains. Alrighty. Uh, So, walking through the grasslands, the seven-foot-tall chrome-plated automaton known as Alpha, slowly trudges through, trying to be wary of not stepping upon any small creature that could be lurking. A brass mustache, shaped to be like that of a handlebar, and a small little bowler cap resting atop of his head. Other than that, I was wearing some tattered old military garb, revealing even more of his chrome-plated skin. And lugging around a large weapon strapped to his back. What kind of weapon? Or is it, like, in a case or wrapped Uh, up or something? It is currently wrapped up with dirty but spare cloth. All right. All right. Mm. So the so what do we see when we take a look at calamity? So calamity is first of all calamity could probably blind you with how pale they are in comparison to everything else around them. Deathly pale, but with dark hair. They look like they have been crying as of recently, with this black makeup running down their face. But upon closer inspection of their eyes and their face, it seems to be a bit more of a permanent feature. They don't have much else besides the torn, kind of tattered leather pants that they have on. Including that, they have thick black gloves and on the end of these gloves are some very uh, sharp-looking spikes. They sort of keep to themselves, but they keep looking up at the sun before looking away, and then looking at it again, and looking away. Uh, more so out of curiosity than anything else. Um, and I will share a Hero Forge figure. Oh, yeah, and then they have no shoes. I'll share a Hero Forge figure figure in chat 
for a visual reference. All right. Ooh. Okay. All right. So, you two have heard that uh, a small town called Tornflats was is having some uh, bandit troubles and is desperate for help and willing to pay a small fortune for really any assistance. And while trying to figure out pretty much the cheapest way to make it across the Badlands to Torn Flats, you encountered uh, Dr. Crumb. Um, oh. He was uh, heading that way already, because, you know, going town to town, peddling his wares, and he wouldn't say no to a couple bodyguards tagging along. So, yeah, you guys managed to strike up a deal, and you act as his bodyguards, and he'll, uh, he'll ferry you off to uh, Torn Flats. Yeah, the, the tinctures, tonics, and miscellaneous curios that make up Dr. Crumb's uh, stock rattle and clink as he drives his wagon across the barely paved roads. Uh, he's a jovial enough fellow. He's always got a story or a saying about most things. and uh, Also, feel free to like interrupt me if you guys wanted to do RP stuff while I'm narrating. Uh, so... Yeah, you're traveling down the road, and uh, you come up to a pretty sizable gorge. The road is uh, taking you towards a suspension bridge that is uh, passing over the gorge, but in front of it appears to be a iron chain checkpoint. Uh, you guys, of course, know that the iron chain is the law enforcement of the area. Uh, and yeah, as uh, as you start approaching, Dr. Crumb slows down and says, uh, Huh, didn't know the chain set up a toll booth out here. Toll booth? Hmm. Oh, yes, it's a... Uh... Hmm. Basically, you pay someone to let you go through uh, an area. Ah, oh, kind of like Tithes. Hmm, yes. It's a tithe to the government. What god and do they worship with such asks? Money, of course. They worship money with money. Yes. That seems very illogical. Yes. And, uh, as you're, uh, having this conversation, one of the, uh, Chain men, uh, yeah, they're all dressed in these like dull gray, uh, like overcoats and hats. And, uh, yeah, the the one who starts approaching you, uh, holds up a hand to stop the wagon and says, uh, hey there, folks, where are you heading? Our current destination is across said bridge. Yeah, uh, looks you up and down, turns to look at the bridge, turns back to you guys and says, Well, if you plan on passing through, we're going to have to charge you $30 a head. And while he is talking, we will go ahead and have uh, our first uh, uh, roll of, of the game. Oh. All right. So, 
There are two things that will get you information in this. Um, one is a know-how check, and the other one will be a personality check. So okay. in uh, yeah, in the uh, advanced dice roller, you can make a greater than four in uh, yeah below where you uh, select your dice, and four. Four, five, and six will be a success on the dice. And yeah, your mods plus your basic score for personality or know-how will uh, tell you how many dice that you roll. Okay. Um, so I'm sorry, say that one more time. Okay, so... Uh, let's say you have a know-how um, of three, you would get three D6. But if you have a mod that's like on know-how checks, add one one dice or one D, then you would have uh, an extra D6 to roll. And you're wanting mm, fours okay. or higher on the dice. So okay. yeah, yeah, like I said, you guys can do know-how or personality. I will roll my personality. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll do I'll do personality too. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, personality four. So what I do four? Yep, you would do four d six. Yep, unless you have a mod that adds uh, to anything, which I don't believe you do. Okay, I that don't is think so either. Okay, so that is zero successes for Alpha and one success for Calamity. Yeah, you, you can't put your hand on it or your finger on it, Calamity, but there is something off about these guys. Hmm. Uh, I guess uh, Calamity... Um... Can Calamity get off of this vehicle? Yeah, it's a it stopped. And uh, okay, I guess. yeah. So the way the the vehicle kind of looks is like imagine like an old style like uh, wagon, like a little merchant's wagon, but with like the front end of a pickup truck stuck to it. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. Um, Calamity is probably going to clamber. Uh, out of this vehicle and say, well, if the vehicle has to pay a tithe to cross, uh, does that mean I can cross for free if I don't travel in this vehicle? The, uh, the leader of the chain men shakes his head and says, uh, no, I don't, don't think you heard me right. I said $30 a head and looking at it, I count three heads. So, Y'all are going to have to fork up the $90 or find another way around. Hmm. Yeah, Dr. Crumb. Uh, Dr. Crumb kind of looks at you guys and says, uh, Oh, well, I, I could pay my $30, no problem. Do, uh, do you, are you too able to pay? What is this currency called? Dollars. 
I was going to ask the same thing. The uh, as far as I know, I only know of gold. The uh, the chainman raises his eyebrows and looks back at his uh, two other companions before looking back at you and says, "All right, we were, we aren't unreasonable. Hmm, maybe we could work out a trade." you two have something that uh that we'd like we might let you pass let's see you said something about gold there uh no shirt well i did have gold i don't have gold anymore well what do you have i have nothing but goodwill to share my teeth my tears, I guess. Have you heard of, of me before? Maybe you know me by another name. I do not he, believe we have shared names. Yeah, the, <laughs> uh, the, the chainman like leans down and squints at you and says, uh, what are you, supposed to be famous or something? Well... Maybe to some. Uh, both of you give me a know how check. Uh, if you have anything that boosts uh, site based uh, uh, checks, go ahead and add that. So if you have like precision eyes or something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Jeez. Um, okay. I know for sure I. So yeah, for those listening at home, Alpha is a jacked up build who has one in every stat <laughs> and like 15 mods. I am oh the closest thing to a robot you can be. Yep. <laughs> he has technically uh, one HP. I have Rapid Eye. Hold on. Okay. I forget the... Yeah. I'm looking let's... it up in the dock. Rapid yeah. Eye. Where? I should put this in one doc. I apologize. No, it's cool. Me just showing up. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, I usually <laughs> have the book right next to me so I can double check everyone's mods. But I forgot to grab that. Okay, Rapid Eye. Uh, you can perceive things at incredible speed. Uh like tracking a specific card in a deck or outwitting shell games or read very fast. Uh, your armor is one higher against projectile attacks so long as you're not wearing more than two points of armor and you or as you can quite literally dodge bullets. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure if that adds to anything, though. It... it doesn't say anything about adding dice to anything. So I, I don't, yeah. I'm not going I'm not gonna worry about that. Okay. So go ahead and give me a base uh know how roll. Okay. Know how three. So three. I'm sorry, I'm so slow. It's D six, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, that Same is thing. two successes between the two of you. 
Well, that does uh that does actually get you guys something. So, as he's uh asking you if you're famous and stuff, and you start uh talking about uh you you know maybe uh you see that the other two chainmen kind of start uh uh walking in such a way to flank the uh the uh wagon. Oh shit. And and the uh, chainman goes, uh, well, guess if you're really that famous, you know some, uh, you know some people who could cover your your cost over the bridge. If you were insinuating that you are going to attempt kidnapping or other type of dashly deeds, I would highly unrecommend this. He uh, looks up at you and says. Uh, I'm not attempting anything. I am merely suggesting that we hold you at this checkpoint until such a time as you could get some funds transferred to you so that we might settle the cost as per any programming that i have had after my instatement any act that would impede process of me or any ally towards my destination for such tasks as escorting assaults reclamation or otherwise would be considered a unlawful action you see one of the uh, other chainmen looks over at the the leader and says, "What in the hell did he just say?" <laughs> Calamity is just going to uh, smile at the confusion. To summarize, impeding our progress would be considered a unlawful action in which my peacekeeping protocols would must be then enabled. The chainmen all look at each other and you, you know what, R Alpha? Roll me a uh, roll me 3d6. Just straight 3d6? Yeah, th this is going to be a, a special personality check. Oh, that's two successes. Uh, oh, yeah, I figure I should also tell you tell you guys. So when rolling a check, if you have two sixes, that acts as a critical success and adds a additional success to uh, your roll. Uh, ones don't really matter too much unless they are overclocked dice, but we'll get into that when uh, we get into that. Understood. So, yeah, you, you're uh, going on about this, and the the leader is like, uh, okay, listen here, you giant armored weirdo. We are the iron chain. We are the law. We And then as he is talking, you notice that the other uh, iron chain guys who had moved to flank you are starting to kind of back off. 
and uh, one of them just one of them goes like, "Man, this ain't worth it. I I don't know what this thing's gonna do, but I am not gonna impede it." And just like drops his uh his gun and ditches the 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 coat and the hat and just takes off into the uh the grasslands. And the other one doesn't drop his gun, but he is he has sneaked away. And the hat the leader just kind of looks from where his two uh cohorts were and then to you guys and says um well uh I I guess you can pass then have um uh, have have a nice day sirs thank you Clamity's going to like grin and just clamber back onto the vehicle uh alpha is going to gently pick up his boulder cap slightly and raise it in a thank you yeah you pass the uh the checkpoint and uh from the front the checkpoint looked very official but as you uh look at it from uh the back it looks like it is just composed entirely of scrap mm. yeah you uh keep going down the bridge and dr crumb cat looks over at you guys and says um I I have a bit of a suspicion that those might have been uh, some ruffians who are looking to extort us. Hmm. Those uh those uniforms they had are uh, Yeah, they seemed uh, fairly out of date. Most uh most iron chainmen have uh these little silver clasps on their uh the collars of their sleeves now. Definitely Calamity, like, looking at Alpha and looking at between Alpha and the Doctor, just really intentionally um, listening. I imagine Calamity's been pretty silent until this point. Um, and so they definitely are curious about what that all means, but it is visually unfamiliar, I suppose. Yeah, um, Dr. Crumb would definitely fill up uh, the silence and just tell you about all sorts of stories and things he encountered and alpha just because you have been traveling uh traveling the the wastelands here for a minimum of 25 years like you you know that some of his information is incorrect so like would you let him uh keep going on talking about it or would you correct him the moment that there is like something that is incorrect Alpha would just be, uh, Alpha would interrupt with addendum, insert information. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah, Crumb would, Crumb would definitely be like, oh, yes, 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 okay. I, I, I guess I just remembered it wrong. Definitely. There's been a couple points where, um, <laughs> calamity. Uh, so I assume Alpha is like basically man of metal at this point, right? I or right, it, he Alpha is essentially a brain in a tin can. Okay, yeah. okay. I'll share his okay. uh, hero forge with you real quick. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm just trying to visually like put myself there and like imagine what Alpha looks like. Um, because Calamity definitely has not seen anything 
like probably like alpha ever in their life. Oh yeah, not, and, not many people okay. have. But yeah, I also throw up a picture of a uh, Dr. Crumb for you guys. Okay, cool. As you travel, as you travel along, I think Calamity um, after this bridge is going to have lots of questions for Alpha if Alpha wants them to be asked, of course. Alpha will answer any question to the best of its ability. Okay, great. Um, as they pass over the bridge, Calamity definitely is just like admiring Alpha and would be like, how did you, how do you know all this stuff? I have been active for at least a minimum of 25 years, in which I have gathered many pieces of information in my database. Where were you before? Clarify on before. Before you started walking around? Unit Alpha was initially created for use in wartime. There was a war? Dr. Crime, uh, crime. Dr. Crumb pipes <laughs> up and says, uh, oh yes, I'm, I'm surprised you haven't uh, heard of it. It's, uh, it was the Harper's War. Bloody business, that. Mm. I do not know war. Lucky you. If I may interject, you should possibly cover up a little bit as the harsh rays of the sun could cause skin damage. Is that what that is? Or is that what that's called? And he just points up at the sun. <laughs> that is the sun, correct. Can you tell me more about the sun? Alpha will go into as deep of a explanation that he could possibly know. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you you know about as much of the sun as they did back in the Wild West. So it's a giant ball of fire. It can burn the skin. It can dry you out. And uh, the Earth or Wild Veil rather uh, revolves around it. Oh, definitely. Uh, Calamity is very educated about the sun, about the end of everything. But it's, but secretly he is probably has more questions than <laughs> afterwards. But he kind of keeps them to himself for now because he needs a little rest after all the all the info. Um, <laughs> needs time to digest <laughs> it. It is time to digest this new thing called the sun and how it can cause skin damage, apparently. So he'd probably like reach for like a, I don't know, like a torn piece of tarp or something, and, like throw it over his shoulders to appease the robot. Okay, yeah. Yeah, there, there's def <laughs> definitely some scrap tarp in uh, Crumb's wagon. And, you know, he's I not even going to charge you for it. <laughs> I mean, did just get about of a paying thirty dollars for his yeah. head. All right, so yeah, as uh as you guys travel uh for a couple days uh, beyond this uh this bridge, you watch as the grasslands uh start giving way to uh, 
more sandy and rocky uh, terrain. Yeah, you guys camp down uh, in uh, in one area where it's kind of like the cross section of all three biomes. So it's kind of sandy. It's a little rocky. There's still some shrubbery and grass uh, about. But yeah, you see uh, uh, Cornelius uh, starts fiddling with some some machines, and he's like, "Okay, I'm I'm gonna set up uh, my little water collector here. We've uh, we've gotten to the edge of the vast empty, so we'll, from here on out, we'll be crossing the desert. We uh." Yeah, we won't have much uh, much time for replenishing ourselves. So, if either of you know how to how to hunt uh, the small game in the in the area, uh, I would appreciate uh, being able to make some uh, some light jerky before we uh, before we continue. And uh, he places this uh, machine down. It looks like part water cooler, part drill. As he sets it down, you hear it uh, start drilling, and after a few minutes, you see some water bubbling up into the tank. Oh. But yeah, you guys have enough basic uh, rations and fuel to last you the trip, but if you would like to go out hunting for some like real real meat, for those of you who eat, I'll say a hunting check would be like a dex check, because you got you to gotta okay. track it down and then shoot it. Or trap it, or run it down like a feral animal. Yeah, Calamity would like to definitely run down some prey real quick. <laughs> like the maniac he is. <laughs> All right, your your success, the uh, amount of successes you get from this is going to determine uh, just what exactly you get. Okay. So, yeah, I'll I'll say you can go ahead and throw your claw mods in on this, since uh. You're going to be physically wrestling the the things. The creatures. Yeah. The beings. Hold on. And Let me... I, forget what, I think it's finger knives. I believe so, yes. Finger razors? Mm, yeah, finger razors. Let me look that up. Okay, you get 1D bonus to uh to this check. Okay, 1D bonus. So... It would be, and what would the check be? Uh, it's dexterity. Oh, dexterity. Okay, and dexterity is going to be a three, so I bump it up to four. Yep. Four d6s. Oh, geez, that is four successes. <laughs> so, yeah, you uh, you head out into the, the evening sun to go do some hunting. And... Uh, when you come back, you have, uh, yeah, I'm going to say that you have just like a full grown elk <laughs> carrying it around. Yeah. And Dr. Crumb's going to look at the elk and then uh, look up at you like, like, are you covered in blood or like what? How, how does a post hunt calamity look? Uh. Definitely covered in blood, and then probably licking some of it off of his hands. Okay. Yeah, Crumb is uh, gonna look you over and then look at the elk and say, uh, "Well, I, I didn't quite expect uh, this much meat for jerky. 
Yeah, let's. Uh... Is it enough? Oh yeah, that's more than enough. Uh, let's uh, let's get to cleaning it and uh, airing it out for tomorrow. And yeah, he he has kind of like this express uh, uh, jerky machine, basically <laughs> like a steampunk air fryer. So yeah, you guys. Uh, oh. You guys fill dress the elk and uh, get it uh, cut into reasonable chunks and get it into the jerky machine. And uh, the jerky machine. Yeah. The jerky machine. Don't put the baby in the machine. Too bad. <laughs> um. So yeah, the uh, the night will pass with the. Jerky being uh, jerked and the water being uh, drained or gathered, rather. So, does Calamity and Alpha do they do anything uh, particularly at night or when they wake up? Oh, uh, well, Alpha would be standing on guard the entire night. <laughs> Sounds good. Because my mans don't need no rest. Yeah. <laughs> no, <you> don't need... <laughs> um, Calamity probably eventually like fall asleep somewhere. Uh, but like, I don't know. They look uncomfortable, but they do eventually fall asleep. They are very tired. It's been a very eventful day. Mm, fair. So, yeah, you guys uh wake up the next morning. Uh. You help Cornelius with uh, his machines, getting them all packed up, getting the food all like sealed up in containers, and you guys head out again. And just like he said, you are definitely in the desert now. Uh, yeah, the roads are far less paved than they have been. You're basically just you're basically just driving through like a dry an old dried up uh, riverbed and yeah so it has a bunch of uh needless twists and turns and yeah the next couple days uh go by like this you guys have plenty of uh uh supplies nothing really happens much at night that catches alpha's attention Sorry, I was being distracted by a cat that was like, oh, I'm going to put my nose all over everything. Mm, yes. <laughs> cat moments. Yes. Cat moments. Moments of the cat. So, as you're uh, driving down this dried up riverbed, you feel the wagon hit a massive bump. Like, all of you are jostled by this. And, you know, you don't think anything too Ooh. much about it for a hot moment like yeah you, you've hit some bumps here and there but then you feel a low rumble and a uh, loud hissing sound and uh, either turning to uh, look behind you or checking the mirrors you see that from the sand of the uh, riverbed raises a massive viper like, this thing is, like, 20 yards long. Uh, it looks around for a oh moment 
before it sees the wagon. And instead of slithering after you, you see that it kind of curls itself into a spiral and then starts rolling down uh, the road towards you guys. Uh, Dr. Crumb uh, looks out and sees this and says, Oh, that... Okay, that is the biggest dang hoot snake I've ever seen. Um, he changes the gears in his wagon and like slams on the gas and you guys start taking off, but the Viper is definitely gaining. And uh, he will shout out, uh, oh, all right, bodyguards, time to do good on your job and guard our bodies. <laughs> Understood. Um, Peacekeeping protocols engaged. And Alpha will draw his machine gun. Nice. Calamity's going to hiss. So we are going to run this as a bit of a chase scenario uh, instead of a uh, full-on combat. So the way the chase is going to work is you guys need two successes before the Viper or the Hoop Snake gets uh, three successes. So we're going to run this on easy mode. And basically, you guys will be trying to successfully uh, cause the hoop snake enough problems to run it off. So, yeah, you'll you'll describe what you do and then roll to see if you succeed. And if you do, that will be a point in your favor. I'm just going to double check and make sure I'm reading this right. Okay, so I am going to give the... Okay, the Viper has some stats. So, yeah, when you guys attack, you will have a target to hit. And, yeah, it has its own HP and guard like you guys do. But basically, you are trying to either run it off or tell it that you are not worth pursuing. So, uh, I believe Calamity will go first because default, you have the highest dexterity and can act faster. Okay. Um, let's see. Not Do me. I like to attack? What was that? I was saying, so not me. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Is it like an attack roll? Like, um, yeah, yeah. Like it could be, or if you're like, okay, I want to try and, uh, I don't know, toss off my uh tattered thing to try and blind it while it's rolling. Or, like, I want to try and uh, dump some oil to make it lose uh, traction. Like, yeah, like it, it just depends on what you want to do. And I will give you the stats and a uh, number to roll. Okay. Um, I think but, Calamity. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, I was going to say, but if you do want to just straight up shoot at it, that is also fine. I think Clown would probably just straight up shoot at it, to be honest. Okay. And 
Calamity has a pretty basic revolver. Is that correct? Yes. Um, let's see. I have... Yeah, I think basic revolver at $14 and six extra revolver bullets. Okay, so right. I'd like to shoot at All the right. snake. So shooting is a dex check. You do not get your finger razors in this because they are a melee weapon. Uh, and I don't uh, list off your mods for me so I know uh, what exactly. Yeah, you no have. worries. It is. Let's see. Uh, Saboteur, Rapid Eye and Finger Razors. OK, so yeah, nothing that would help with the shooting. So nah. Go ahead and roll your decks, and the target you are looking for is two. Okay. That is a one. So, yeah, like along with, uh, yeah, along with not knowing what the sun is or money. You also have never fired a gun from a moving vehicle f before. So uh, you're not really able to get a good line of sight on the hoop snake and your shot goes just absolutely wild. <laughs> Fitting. And so, yeah, that is not a success on the Viper's part. Uh, so the... Yeah, the ticker does not move one way or the other. So we will now go to uh, Alpha. Okay, so I want to use the machine gun. All right. Let's see. Your machine, is it the uh, special property or just shooting? Just shooting. I don't want to use an entire magazine. <laughs> that is very fair. All right, so, okay, instead of asking you what your mod is, I'm going to bring up your character sheet on my end so that I can just read it. Yeah. Because, boy, howdy, you have so many mods. I have too many, and none of them are used for shooting. <laughs> they aren't. Weird. <laughs> um, oh, actually, you have Smokestack, so if you would like, you could try to, like, Puff out oh, a uh, yeah. smoke screen. I will happily do a smoke screen. All right. So I do believe Smokestack has its own like attack built in. Uh, let's see. Okay, effective range of small arms fire. So that's. Uh, you can focus the vents and blast uh, choking smoke in a cloud about the size of a small car at any spot reasonably close to you. Uh, the focus cloud can't be seen through and nothing inside it. Okay, so if it... Okay, it looks like if you do this, the snake is going to have some troubles. Yes. Oh. I will start venting as much as I can out of my front vet. Oh, boy. So yeah, Alpha opens up his front vents and 
Calamity, you just see this thick black smoke just start spewing from him. And it starts Ooh. to, uh, yeah, the the wagon starts to leave this long trail of smoke that the Viper just rolls clean into. Oh my god. And it's hard to see the Viper now, even though it's so massive, but uh, you can hear it kind of wobbling from side to side as it's trying to uh, trying to continue the chase. Uh, so yeah, that is going to be a difficulty for the Viper, whose turn it is now as our dear Cornelius Crumb is driving. Okay, so it is going to roll 3d6 to try and catch up to you guys, but... The target it has to hit is three now. So, boop. Oh! So earlier, I had said that rolling two sixes in one check would push the success meter one higher. Which it does. So the snake had rolled a six, a three, and a six. So... Uh, you start hearing the rumbling get louder and louder, and uh, uh-huh. the the snake's uh, silhouette starts appearing uh, closer than you would like it to uh, from the smoke. Uh, so let's see, and we are back to calamity. Oh, the wrong number. It is two to two, actually. Calamity. Let's see. Um, I'd like to try. I'm not sure. The only thing I don't have anything ranged besides my rock. Um, yeah, and you don't want to don't want to spend the rock too soon. I know. Might be important later. Yeah. Um, I can't use the fingers because otherwise I would have to jump off this. I mean, I could, but I probably would. I think Calamity would not survive that. Um, he is very much flesh and bone. Yeah. Um, also, if you want to try and do a check to help out Alpha on his turn, I'd allow it. You know what? I'll help out. Since I don't have anything super ranged, I'm going to use my uh, ability to help Alpha. All right. Uh, what ability are you going to use, and how are you helping him? Um... It, it can it be like a base stat or yeah yeah like just okay. just just tell me what you're gonna do to to help them uh, succeed. I think I'll use you know what I think I'll use my rapid eye and try to direct them where the shoot where the aim through the smoke that he's created. All right, uh, go ahead and give me a uh, know how check. Okay. Know how, which is going to be um, three. All right. And then rapid eye doesn't add to any dice roll, so I'm not going to count it. So just stay at three. It's going to be tough. That is two successes. Okay. So, Alpha, it is now your turn. You will have. Two extra dice to uh, whatever your next roll is. Wonderful. I'm going to unleash Hailfire. <laughs> All right. 
which so it'd be two extra dice in this, correct? Mm-hmm. That means I have three dice total. Mm-hmm. Boom. Hey! That is just enough successes at two. All right. So. Yeah, you, uh, you, like, grab the, the bundled weapon off your back and uncover it. And uh, if I remember right, it's like this old-timey Gatling gun. Yep. Yeah, and so you take that out and you just start firing this thing into the smoke and you hear the distinct sounds of bullets hitting flesh and this weird yowling screeching sound coming from the uh, hoop snake. And it is going to try and retaliate. It is. Okay, what did I roll? Okay. So, yeah, it is going to unravel itself uh, at the apex of one of its uh, rolls. And it's going to try and lunge at the vehicle. So it still has to hit a three, though, because it's still in the smoke when it attempts this. Oh, and it missed. So, yeah, you see this, the snake make a pretty, uh, a pretty valiant dive towards the cart, but Crumb manages to swerve just in time that all the snake gets is a mouthful of dirt and it starts recovering and starts slithering back after you guys before coiling back up into a hoop. Calamity! Ooh. Mm. I... Let's see. Um... I think I want to do the same thing again. I want to assist. Since, like I said, I only have like one ranged weapon and limited ammo, so I'm going to assist. You're going to make someone else use their limited ammo. Oh, wait. Do you have limited ammo? Hold on. Yes. Let me try to fire. Yeah, I think everyone has limited ammo. I'm going to tell oh, you that much. For... Okay. I think inspired by the hellfire, Cloudy's going to try shooting his gun again. All right. Give me a, give me a dex check. Okay. Dexterity three. Oh, that is three successes. Oh yay! So you, uh, so the snake lunges out of the cloud. Uh, Cornelius swerves, and the snake lands with jaws open into the dirt. And during the swerve, and inspired by Alpha, you line up this shot, uh, time seeming to slow down slightly as uh, your rapid eyes kick in. And, you know, yeah, where where do you shoot this snake? Probably in the head, as much as I can. All right. So you, you squeeze the trigger, you fire off a shot, and... You watch as the snake's eye just explodes in viscera. <gasps> uh, you guys keep oh traveling down the. <laughs> you guys keep traveling down the road, and for quite a distance uh, further, you can see the snake just writhing in fury and pain at the loss of its eye and its dinner. 
I'm Cornelia. sorry. Calamity's going to yell, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Cornelius is just going to chime back like, don't apologize, it was going to eat us. And yeah, he he does not stop stop gunning it for a couple hours. Like he makes sure that there is plenty of time or plenty of distance between you guys and where that snake was. And he is also being more cautious about the road ahead once you guys actually slow down to hopefully not encounter any other uh, fearsome critters on the path. Fearsome critters. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to think like, oh, what kind of monsters can I have in a Wild West setting? And then it's like, oh. Snakes. Lum- snakes. <laughs> Not just snake. snakes, a hoop snake. They go real fast. Snake. 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 <laughs> so, yeah, you guys travel on for a, for a couple more days. Um, it is delightfully devoid of fearsome critters. Both snack and not snack. And uh, as you're stopping for the night and uh, starting to uh, you know, get camp put together, Dr. Crumb uh, looks around, consults the map, and says, uh, Well, I, uh, I do believe we're only a day or two out from uh, Torn Flats. Our little uh, adventure here is almost over. Oh, and where will you go after? Yeah, thanks for a second. Says, hmm, I don't know. Maybe Tombspeak might head down to, to Gun City. You know, doing the rounds. The rounds? Oh, yes, you know. Driving around the territory, selling my wares, helping people where I can, you know, the usual deal. How... What is this territory even called? Oh, the territory is Elder Howl. Elder Howl. Yes, I, I do believe it is named after the mountains of the uh, of the the area, and like he'll motion to the distance where you can see some uh, craggy mountains. Uh, frame the horizon. Hmm. He, uh, he definitely likes looking at them and, uh, and he nods and he says, it's like, uh, it's like caves, but on the outside. Dr. Crumb just kind of like stops looking at the map. Cal looks up and he's pondering a bit. And he's like, huh? If you don't mind, I think I'm going to use that. <laughs> Feel free. Yes, I will. Uh, I will get to fishing out our uh, our dinner for tonight. So, if you two wouldn't mind finishing up setting up camp, that would be great. And uh, he'll roll up his Can map do. and and head back inside the wagon. Yeah, as you're getting the. Uh, the fire ready and you know, just the other general necessities of, of a, um, of a camp. So like finding good rocks to act as seats and stuff. 
Uh, you know, I'm going to do a quick roll. Evens will be alpha. Odds will be calamity. Odds. Okay. Calamity, the scene remains yours. Uh, will you be looking for rocks or setting up the fire? Probably looking for rocks. Rocks are definitely an interest of calamity. Okay, so yeah, you're uh <clears throat> you're out um near the edge of uh this little camp area. The fire that Alpha's working on is uh giving you a bit of light to work with. And as you're looking, you come across a rock that would be just perfect for a chair. So you uh how strong is uh, calamity? What's his uh, bronze score? Two. Okay, so you start rolling the rock because there's no way you'd, you'd be <laughs> able to 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 lift up the rock. Yeah, and yeah, you get yeah, this rock to roll the rock. Yeah, you you get this rock to a uh, camp and get it situated, uh, and. So, yeah, you get that situated. You go to uh, seek out another rock, and because both of you are just, like, right here near the fire, you hear a, Oh, my, would you terribly mind if uh, if a poor, unfortunate soul were to share your fire for a while? And looking up and uh, turning back, you see that the rock you had just set down is currently being occupied by a... Pale man, like more pale than even Calamity. And he is dressed in some midnight blue robes and a wide brimmed hat that Alpha, you recognize as a follower of the comet. So. Kind of like this uh, roaming missionary type guy. And he was definitely not in your camp before. Calamity would definitely uh, be surprised. Probably fall on their butt um, a little bit, but uh, quickly get up and stare at them and say, well, if you don't mean no harm, I don't see no harm coming from it. He he gives you a big grin and says, uh, oh, well, that's wonderful. And you, my my large metal friend, I don't suppose you have any uh any objections to me just sitting out and enjoying company and a night by the fire? I have no objections. He uh claps his hand and says, Well, that's wonderful. So, where are y'all headed? Not many travelers out here in, in the vast empty. Well, anywhere for me, to be honest. Away. Traveling away is always a good option. Never know where you'll wind up. Yeah, it's uh, exciting. 
What about you? He uh, kind of tilts his head one way, then the other, and is like, "Well, at this particular moment, I am looking for a acquaintance of mine. He hasn't been answering any of our telegrams, so." I thought I'd come out here and try finding myself. Mm. Uh, he'll look back at uh, Alpha and say, uh, So, what about you, my large metallic acquaintance? What, uh, what is, what is your goal, your destination? Are you just wandering around anywhere like our our frighteningly pale friend over here? I am actively searching for the person I was meant to protect. Ah. That is indeed a respectable course of action. Yeah, he'll kind of just sit there and politely, uh, just stare at the fire and eventually crumb comes back out with a with like two plates and like a a can of fuel like a soda can or a soup can and <laughs> yeah like he kind of starts a bit when he looks at a when he notices the follower sitting there and he's like oh i i didn't know that we had a guest uh well here you go, Mr. Calamity, uh, Mr. Alpha, and he'll hand you guys the food in the can, respectively, and he'll say, um, well, I guess we've got enough, turk uh, enough jerky to, uh, to, to feed a, a lone wanderer such as yourself. And, uh, the follower looks back up and, uh, grins and says, oh, I'd be... I'd be mighty grateful if, if you could spare, spare a bit of jerky. I don't quite remember when the last time I ate was. Yeah, Crumb gives uh, Isaac his plate as he goes back in to potentially uh, make himself another plate. And yeah, this follower just digs into it like a wild animal. When he's done, he... Yeah, you know, like he's sucking off of he's sucking the uh, remnants off of his fingers and says, "Oh, that was that was mighty good jerky." Oh, Alpha will press a little compartment on like on his right shoulder, and a little spout comes out, and I'll just stick the can there. <laughs> I love it. Built-in straw. Yeah, the uh, the follower will uh, sit there tapping his finger on the plate for a minute and look back at Calamity and says, uh, Have we ever met before, my good sir? You you seem fairly familiar. Me? Well, there's no one else in this direction, so <laughs> I would hope I'm talking to you. Technically, you could be referring to me, but not portraying it with action. <laughs> I suppose well, that is also true. 
if well, if you worshipped me at one point, perhaps. Worship? Oh, that is. That is interesting. I uh, take it you are a deity of some sort? Oh. And, uh, yeah, like, his facial expression remains like this polite smile the whole time he's talking. Okay, cool. Um, Calamity's kind of shrugging his shoulders and he says well I thought I was but I'm not so sure anymore he'll uh, nod to himself a little bit and be like mm, sounds like uh, sounds like you're you're being tested maybe you maybe. know I've heard that in the past there were several religions what had deities. Some sprouted from other deities. Perhaps perhaps you're a little sprout and you're being tested by whatever your parent is. Uh, I wish I knew. I don't know. But, uh, well, if you didn't know me from there, then I I don't know where you know me from because that's all I've ever known being doted over by my followers. Did your followers have a name? A uh, a designation? Uh, they were called the Servants of Woe. Servants of Woe. Oh, I do remember them. Had, had some dealings with them uh, some, some years back. Oh, yeah? What yeah. sort of dealing? Oh, you know, some painted rocks, some little vows of... And he'll make, like, wiggly magic fingers, potions. You know, just the standard stuff you get from uh, from groups like that. Oh, like this one. And he's going to pull out his painted rock. The follower will lean down and look at it and say, yep, yep, mine was very similar, but it had little blue spirals on it instead of gold. Oh, and I'm pretty positive where he got the potion from. And mm-hmm. he gestures towards his streaked uh, face where black uh, tear streaks uh, rest. Currently. Yeah, he uh Yeah, he looks up and he uh follows that and like as you're yeah, like as you're like full on face to face with them, uh you see that his his eyes are actually pink and I just remembered how sheltered Calamity actually was. Uh yeah. But yeah, the, the the man is uh like I said, he's far more pale than you, uh and he's got pink eyes and despite his uh white hair, he seems to be fairly young, like late twenties to early thirties at the oldest. And oh. he's just like, Oh, 
So. I take it they were, uh, in a sense, milking you for these potions? More or less, but I wanted to help people. That is a valiant goal if ever I heard one. He'll uh, go back to his seat and uh, just kind of ponder for a bit. (laughs) Calamity just stares at him. (laughs) There is a sucking sucking noise coming as the can is now emptied. I love it. (laughs) So yeah, the sucking noise gets his uh, catches his attention and he looks over at Alpha and says uh, So, you're looking for for someone you're meant to protect, was that correct? Affirmative. So, how long have you been looking for this person? It has been over 25 years. He gives an appreciable nod and says, hmm. So you've been walking around all of Elder Howell this whole time? Affirmative. Hmm. By chance, have you seen the uh, the fellow I'm looking for? He's He uh, stands up and kind of holds his hand like way above his head and says, He's about yay big, about yay wide at the shoulders. Got a... Uh, Demon mask on, carries a big sword. And this will be a binary yes or no, you know this. And uh, roll your uh, your know-how. Mm, yes. I love rolling 1d6. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that is a two. <laughs> so, yeah, that... That doesn't match anyone who stuck out enough to uh, file away in your memories. I have not encountered such a person. Oh, well, I suppose it was too much to hope you did. He uh, looks up uh, at the sky, and if you had to take a guess, it's probably getting uh, getting close to, to midnight at this point. And oh, geez, we spent a couple hours here. Yeah. Yeah, just between chatting with them and eating food. Starting a fire. But yeah, it is it is getting close to midnight and he looks up at the moon and. Just kind of like stands up, pops his back and says, well, I suppose it's about time I head out, you know, places to be and people to see. May the comet guide your way through the void. And uh, Mm. he turns on his heels and starts just full on walking into the darkness of the wilds. And when he is fully out of sight and his footsteps um, can no longer be heard, it kind of hits you that this guy did not have any amount of supplies on him. Oh. Like this guy was just wearing his followers outfit and that was it. 
What a strange little man. Yeah, Crum uh, pop pops his head out of the uh, the wagon and says, uh, "Yeah, that was honestly the weirdest follower I've ever encountered." Uh, but yeah, I, I suppose I'm gonna go ahead and get get some sleep. Like I said, we're only a couple days out from Torn Flats, so. If we hurry, we might be able to make it most of the way tomorrow. <laughs> uh, Calamity is excited to hear that. So, yeah, you all get some sleep and or stay up and uh, uh, keep vigil over the camp. And yeah, the next day, uh, you make sure the fire is well put out. Uh, you pack up all the camping goods that were taken out the night before and start heading out on your way to a uh, Torn Flats. Uh, you actually make a lot uh, better uh, time than you expected because of just how fast you were uh, running away from the hoop snake a few days earlier. And by the time the uh, sun starts setting that day, you can see a small town on the horizon. And as you start, uh, as you start approaching, you see that uh, Doctor Crumb kind of leans leans forward and squints a little bit, and is like, "Oh, well, that's weird." Looks like some of the buildings are no longer there in town. And as you start getting closer and you can make out more and more of the town, he seems to be right. There seems to be several plots of land where buildings used to be that are just straight up gone. Oh, like just like destroyed gone or like up and vanished gone? Um, as you get closer, it looks like, uh, they were, they're destroyed gone. The, yeah, the plots of land as you get closer to town, uh, look like the buildings were recently demolished and the plots have, <clears throat> the plots and the foundations have been repaired as best they could. But yeah, now that you're. Close enough to town to view details. Sorry, I had to get a drink. Okay. Um, yeah, you see that there are not that many buildings here. I'm going to go ahead and put you on the map for the town. Oh. So, yeah, as you... uh. Roll, in, roll up into town. You see that the the town's farm still seems to be intact. There is a workshop-looking building with just a ton of like wooden beams piled up all around it, and a slightly scorched uh, tavern on the uh, far side of the uh, town from where you guys enter. 
and as Crumb uh, kind of brings the uh, wagon to a halt and uh, shuts it down, you guys hear a voice call out from the roof of the tavern. Uh, All right. I got a beat on y'all, so what do y'all want? And looking up at the tower, you you see that, or not the tower, the tavern. Uh, you see that someone is uh, sitting on top of the roof with a rifle. Uh, you can't make out much detail about them, but they do have this rifle pointed in your general direction. Oh. And, uh, Calamity's just sitting in the car. Crumb <laughs> uh, kind of leans over to you guys and says, uh, uh, perhaps we should exit the vehicle. Maybe we should. At the moment that Crumb stated perhaps we should exit, uh, Alpha would have stepped out. So, yeah, you guys uh, get out. Uh, Crumb has his hands up, and yeah, you can kind of barely hear the uh, sniper on the roof just go like, what in the hell is that? Probably in reference to Alpha. But yeah, Crumb uh, looks around and uh, pipes up and says, uh, I... I'm not meaning for any trouble here. I'm just coming to pedal somewheres. Uh, we have heard that your settlement has been having some issues with, you know, the, the rough and tumble type. So I also brought some gunslingers. And uh, the sniper uh, stands up and kind of rests the uh, the barrel on her shoulder. Uh, yeah, you see that she is a... Uh, yeah, she's probably around the same age of, as Calamity. She's got wild hair. She is missing her left arm entirely. And uh, she's looking at you guys and just kind of stomps her boot twice on the roof and says, uh, Alexia, get out here. I think this might be for you. And yeah, out of the tavern comes a woman. She is dressed like a bartender. She has dark skin, braided hair with some streaks of a, yeah, the hair is uh, brown and it has streaks of a gray and blonde in there too. And uh, she looks, she looks at you guys and says, uh, Oh, well, I, I'm surprised by what you brought us this time, Crumb. And we will be ending our little intro here. You two All are right. officially in Torn Flats. And hopefully next uh -huh. session, you guys will be able to meet the other team. And we can get prepared Yay. for the... Uh, next quest. Sounds good. That was fun. Yeah. 
I can't wait to be in a situation where uh, Alpha gets to do his stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I'm looking at it, and Alpha Alpha has some, some good stuff he can do. Alpha excels in one very specific aspect of combat. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but out of combat, he's got some stuff. Out of combat, he has some things. And then there's just me and my role-playing. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, like if there's anything that you guys would like to change about your characters between then and now, uh, just hit me up and let me know. More robot. More robot. Uh, but yeah, I will give you guys a little taste of what's going to happen in the next quest. Or not what's going to happen, but some things I'm going to throw out. So I will be giving you guys some specific little little perks. So they're going to be uh, tailored to your characters. And they're basically going to act like a mod. So it's like, if this is applicable to the action you're doing, then you get this bonus or that bonus. So maybe Alpha will be able to do more stuff than uh, than present. And yeah, I will also see about getting you guys uh, some fun little tools. Because boy howdy, equipment-wise, you guys are way behind the primary team. Oh no. Yeah, Ash, know. Has, Ash has been grabbing guns left, right, and center. But my understanding oh my is uh, Calamity is just Nordic men with knives. A <laughs> little bit. Yeah, a little and bit. I am, so he, he doesn't uh, have I, any like flesh arms at all. So definitely. Yeah. And then I'm just a robot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, robot with a really cool hat. <laughs> yeah, there, there is... Of all five of these characters that make up the party, there is one normal person, and that is Luis. <laughs> I can't wait to meet everyone else. Yeah. I can't wait to be a lawful good character again. Yeah, especially <laughs> paired with Rob's uh, strong world's strongest Danny DeVito. It, it is literally... Me and Rob's typical RPG dynamic of I'm the goody two-shoes and he's causing trouble. Yep, that's going to be how it goes. Oh my god. Only time it was it was during that Lancer campaign. <laughs> I was playing a very pompous anime girl. Where you were the problem. Well, you weren't the problem. You were my I was, problem. I was... I was the reason the campaign started. Yeah. But yeah, we will end the session there. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah, if you would like to support us, we have a Patreon at, a, I believe it's patreon.com slash crimsbacon. Yes. And yeah, we we have a Twitter under Bacon Flavored Podcast, and there's a link tree there with all our other stuff. So there is that. Yeah, and we will see you guys later. Bye. Later. Farewell.
I have 100% The Witcher 3. Oh, good lord, why? Because I'm a completionist, and it was saying 97% complete when I got bored and went, ah, oh, what's this final 3%? Ended up being all of Gwent. <laughs> oh my god. And I loved that. 